Welcome back. This is the Muster on Hokanui Wednesday, which means Wednesday Night Country with Tony and Nathan. Thanks to Regional Ford from 7 o'clock. One hell of a radio show for three hours, just of damn fine country music as well. I think everything just needs to be a bit, bit chill back in the music stakes well, for this afternoon anyway. Joseph Mooney, MP for Southland, good afternoon. Welcome to the programme once again. Yeah, good mate. Good, good to be here. Yeah, um, interesting week for you guys in Wellington. Parliament going into recess yesterday, so the MPs can get back to their provinces. It's interesting take this. Some people are saying we need our MPs up at the beehive, actually showing leadership. But I understand why it's actually occurred, because you can argue at the moment, we live in the moment, people need to be back where they're needed for at least the next couple of days, and then we worry about the consequences after that, don't we? Yeah, look, I think um, look, we, we supporters, but you know, um, it was a line ball call. Um, but you know, the, there, there is precedent for this. You know, back in uh, 2011, when the Christchurch earthquakes um, hit, you know, <clears throat> national declared a national state of emergency, and it's not because there's emergency right across the whole country. It's because you can mobilise all of the government resources to address that emergency from across the country to where it's needed, which is the same thing we need now. You know, significant parts of the North Island. Which are you know in serious trouble. In fact, can't even get communications out of um, you know significant areas. So um, it's it's uh, like it's really important to just focus all the government resources on getting that help there. You know, right now to um, to address you know what's going on. Minister McAnulty actually summed it up best yesterday when he said this isn't about politics; it's about collaborating together for the common cause of the country. And it's hard to argue with that. Oh, look, in, in times like this, we just need to crack on with it and, and uh, you know, make sure we can get help to people um, as quickly as possible. So that, that needs to be the focus. And, um, yeah, it's definitely we support that. So for a national emergency to be declared, what's actually needed there is um, what signatures are required? Yeah, it's basically the minister um, uh, needs to be able to view that the local um, body doesn't have the resources or capability to, um, you know, uh, get the resources needed to address the crisis that's developing. Um, that's a basic summary of it. Um, and so they can declare a national emergency to ensure you can use all the government resources to get it um, to that area. Now, like I say, back in the day, that's what we did for Christchurch and now we're doing it for North Island, or well, a, lot, a lot of the North Island. And there'll be a lot of support as well, I suppose, just um, communications with Christopher Luxon as well and just the other parties, I suppose, just letting them know what's occurring. The government will be doing that, I'll take it. Yeah, there's, there's a bit of that going on. And it's, um, and, uh, yeah, it's us reaching out into you know, all of our various networks and, and communities. Um, and it's, it's, there is actually value in having a member of parliament in the region um, able to, you know, communicate with people on the ground and feed that back and, um, you know, to the relevant uh, decision makers, <clears throat> because it's, you know, especially in a time like this when, you know, communications are out across, you know, large areas of the east coast of North Island. Just talking to colleagues, what are you hearing? The damage, like, to the Hawke's Bay, etc. Just, have we got any understanding of what we're expecting to see when the waters subside? Yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult to say at this stage, um, but there, there's definitely some pretty um, significant damage, and um, you know it's we've got some bridges taken out in places, and um, you know obviously houses have been inundated, and it's I don't think we're going to know probably for a few more days yet. Uh, you know what the damage is, maybe even longer. 
You talk about the bridges that are taken out, and I mean, we just got to look at Beaumont Bridge, for example. That's not a five-minute exercise, so it's basically it could take years to get back on their feet again as far as um, resources, couldn't it? Uh, it really depends on how how quickly, or how, uh, either size of the bridge. Um, I was going to look at, at one on um, um, last night. It got taken out by a whole boat of willow, according to the contract they filmed. You know, um, uh, but it's a, not, a, not, a, not an overly big bridge, so you could rebuild it reasonably quickly. But having said it's going to take time, it's going to take people, it's going to take resources and money. You know, so it, it will be a, a quite a significant um, job to clean this up. And I, if I think back to my childhood, I remember Cyclone Bowler, um, and that was, that was a big event, to say the least. Yeah. It, it hit the East Coast in a big way. And, um, you know, the water's been bigger than that in places for this cyclone. So it's, you know, this is a big one. Yeah, I was at boarding school when Bowler hit, and I still remember it. I think it was in third form, and it just shows you what weather can do. But, Joseph, we flip it round now. We look down here in the south and polar opposites. Uh, drought meetings, you can argue, are just about the order of the day. If we get this weather for the next couple of weeks, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it is. It's, it's sorry of two countries away. <laughs> with how, how dry we are here. Um, well, the North Island's been um, inundated. Actually, I was talking to Jerry this morning. Um, he just got back to Christchurch this morning. Apparently, it's <clears throat> coming down. Um, very heavily there at the moment. Yeah. So some of that South Island is getting the rain. We'd certainly like a bit of it over here. Not uh, not 200 or 500 mils, but we definitely like some. This afternoon, you're going to visit fruit growers in central Otago. Um, how are they finding the season? Yeah, uh, a mixed bag. Um, some some have some have had a great season. Some have had a few challenges. Um, so I'm just going to go and yeah have a have a look. Um, with Sam Huffendale, who's our new horticulture spokesperson. Just have a chat and uh, get a bit of sense of what's going on um, on the ground. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be able to tell you more once I've had those meetings. <laughs> I suppose it comes down to the same old story, though, having workers, isn't it? It's definitely a big one, yep. <clears throat> and it's a big one uh, right across the country Yeah. and right across our region, that's for sure. It's, it's, that labour force crunch is a big problem. Um, yeah, and it's, it's one this labour certainly hasn't addressed uh, and has tried to just slow down the, the people coming to the country, but you know, we fundamentally we just don't get the stuff we need. So it's the labour crunch is a big problem. Absolutely, we can't argue on that one. That's for sure. Joseph Mooney, MP for South, and thanks very much for your time on the muster once again. Good evening, cheers. Joseph Mooney, MP for Southland. Up next Wednesday afternoon, we're heading to Mower Flat, and we are catching up with James Edgar. Let me come and get-